Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And we're here to talk a little bit about show business with the brand new CEO, no, not CEO, chairman of the board of the Westport Country Playhouse, who is joining us right now. She's taking the helm at a particularly precarious time as the community has been advised that finances need to get back in order pronto. Athena Adamson joins us now. She lives in Easton. She's a graduate of Yale. She worked for the Yale Office of Development, which is euphemistically a word for people who know how to raise money and extract it from people who, who usually have a passion for something and have a few bucks left on the side to give to it in the Office of Principal Gifts. She's also a graduate of the French Culinary Institute. She worked for Food & Wine Magazine, and she's incredibly passionate about the world of theater. Athena Adamson, I'm sorry I'm not with you in person today, but I do look forward to meeting you in person, and welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Well, it's a pleasure, uh, Athena. Um, I understand that your service on the board goes back at least a few years, right? Till 2017 at least. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Um, I've been on the board about six years now. And I first came into the fold of the Playhouse, um, well, as a viewer back when I was 22 at Yale, Mm-hmm. Um, and I chaired the gala, I think for the first time seven years ago, and then I joined the board the year after. Well, I want to tell you, Athena, as we begin this conversation, you should know, you wouldn't be able to find it on Google. So let me just tell you that I have a real history with the Playhouse. And I, I know it goes back longer than yours because I'm older than you are. When I was growing up on Long Island, Westport was only famous for the Playhouse and for Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, at least in my home. And occasionally, on a very, very big occasion, we would get trooped into the car and drive all the way to the wilds of Westport, where we would go to the Playhouse, (laughs) and I would sit on the pews and get one of my first tastes of summer theater, and I can still remember the smell. And and I loved it very, very much. And I moved (laughs) here when I was... And I moved here when I was only 29 years old, and I'm over 60 now. So I moved here in 1989. And Athena, the very first thing that Bill and I did was buy a subscription to the Westport Country Playhouse. And there were six shows a summer. Uh, Every two weeks was another show. And we bought four seats, not two, because we thought, oh, this will be such a great way to be able to have another couple come with us, and we will go to theater together. And then over time, and we can have this conversation over coffee... 
we um, we lost a little interest, I hate to tell you, in what was going on. But but the other piece of my activism in terms of being in my own way involved with the Playhouse was a couple of things. First of all, I was on the Zoning Board of Appeals when Joanne Woodward oh. came to us and asked mm-hmm. for the variance to build the new Playhouse, in other words, to redo it. And yes. um, I made a big speech. <laughs> I'm a speech maker. Oh, I made a big speech great. about how the community loved her so much. And of course she would get her variants because how could we say no to Joanne Woodward? Hello, hello, hello. Of course. And, of course. <laughs> and then also I was one of your host families who for years would mm-hmm. have the actors come to my home. And oh. one of them is still a very dear friend of mine. And, uh, oh. and they would, and I would buy them peaches and nectarines and strawberry and all, whatever <laughs> they would want. And I would have such a good time with them and let them do their thing uh, as oh. they went to you. And I, and I loved that community involvement. And then I would say over the last several years, that seemed to have, it seemed like the playhouse was no longer interested in that kind of thing. And I feel pretty strongly that the playhouse needs to endure and thrive and definitely needs an infusion of different energy. And that's my euphemistic way of saying welcome, welcome and good luck. Thank you. That um, is just wonderful. First of all, I'm so jealous that you got to experience the barn days because mm, I did not. mm. And the first summer that I, or the first year, actually it wasn't summer because it was a Christmas carol was the first show. I saw there when I was 22, so it was December, and I think it was 06. It was right after the new building, so I never mm-hmm. got to see the original barn, and um, I, I just, you know, live vicariously through through you and through stories like that about um, the people who did. It's a very, very special place. Um, I, I, too, was a host family, actually, one summer uh, for for cast members a few years back. It was fun, and, right? um, It was fun. It, it was so, so fun. So fun, and you really feel like you're contributing something, mm-hmm. you know, to yep. the show. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a, a dear place. I, I feel like the first day I walked in the doors, I knew it was special. And, um, obviously, it's gone through a lot of change, a lot of transition, and, and we are now – uh, at a very, we're in a very important time. Um, yes, we we do need to raise um, two million dollars soon, and I do believe the community will, will rally. And we um, are very excited about what the future holds. I think some things are going to look a little different, uh, and I think there's a way we can kind of preserve this great heritage we have, right? While also look to the future and say that we're ready to do some things in a different way. So let's talk about the theater piece. I I read the um, bulletin. I saw a little bit. It looked, Lathena, like you might be wanting to do a little bit more like what the Ridgefield Playhouse does, which is these one-time shows with famous artists that come in and come out. Is that that accurate? Is that right? Um, I I would like to take elements of what they do. We're a different theater, and and we we intend to keep – world-class theater as part of our future, right? Uh, But we think it's very important to add to that. So we plan in 2024 to have a wide range of programming on our stage, um, not only world-class plays, but also comedy, cabaret, possibly a speaker series, lots of script in hands, which always sell out with our audience. Um, I think, you know, we have a wonderful stage and a wonderful space, and 
we want to find more ways to bring in more members of the community. And I, I think the more different kinds of performances we have, the easier it is to do that. Uh, and, and I'm very excited about that. But we don't plan on stopping being a theater. We are, and, and we're very proud of, of the plays that we put on. Um, but we want to appeal, like I said, to a much broader audience. And, and there are going to be people who want to just come see the comedy show. There are going to be people who still subscribe to our season. Um, and we want everyone. So uh, I, I think there are elements of what Richfield does that I'm that I think could work that we're very impressed with. But um, we are a different theater at the end of the day. So Athena Adamson, 203-333-9422 is our number if you want to be part of this conversation. Athena, um, I, um, how do I put this? I would like to know if the board has done some soul searching uh, mm-hmm. as, to, as to how the Westport Playhouse got where it was and if you're willing to yes. tell us some of the decisions or the tracks that were made that you thought were the wrong ones. Yes. Um, yes. So I would say, you know, we did see this coming and it's not totally unusual right now, right? Just last week, a major theater in Los Angeles had to cancel its season. Um, so uh, the pandemic hurt a lot. Um, I think even before the pandemic, though, we were seeing a very changing community. Um, that's something the board's been aware of for years, particularly in Westport, right? There have been um, an increasing number of new families, younger families moving up from New York City. What they want on their stage is different. And um, we've been seeing that over several years now. And, and I do think it's been a soul-searching process um, that many board members I've both worked with in the past and today have really been a part of. Um, in, in figuring out kind of what we want to be. Uh, and um, I think for the first time ever, we have a good, a good plan. You know, it's, it's open to some to changes and evolvement um, or evolution, as I like to say. But um, we have a plan, and, and I think we are ready. We're ready um, to do this. Uh, and, and, you know, what's unusual about this theater is its storied history. It's an amazing building, and the location in this community. And, and I do think already I'm amazed by the outpouring of just, you know, um, people who want to help. It's, it's amazing. And so I do think that people will rise up and help us during this time. I, I hope that they do. We, I hope we do. I will say that, um, I will say that the, um, the Westport country playhouse needs to change its attitude. Yes. Okay. Athena, it just needs to change. It's it's had a snobby attitude for too long. Yes. It has had an exclusionary attitude for too long. I'm not talking about white, black, or anything like that. I'm talking about in or out. You were either in or you were out. And it, it like a clicky attitude would be a better word. And, yeah. um, and also the choice of production seemed to be um, solely for the artistic tastes of a couple of people. Like it just, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. there. Mm. All right, we've got Peter DeRosa from Westport. Peter, you'd like to contribute? You're on the air with Athena Adamson. Go ahead, please. I would. Hi, can you hear me okay, Lisa? Yeah, I can. Hi, Peter. Hi. Hi. So, uh, Lisa, I've talked to you many times. Uh, I owned DeRosa's restaurant with my brother for 30 years in Westport. And so I'm going to be very, try to get involved in helping because 
before my brother got in the restaurant business, since he was like five, he took private acting lessons and did all the school plays in Notre Dame and UB and won all kinds of awards. And then when he got out of college, he started acting locally. And many of the productions he was in were at the Westport Country Playhouse when it was the barn. It was unbelievable. Mm, I remember going to see him. He was young then. Uh, We have old posters somewhere that my dad used to hang up. And my mother encouraged theater. And I told Lisa the story, how she used to in the summer say make read or weed. You had two choices instead of going out to play. And then I made us learn classical composers. I said, Mom, why do I need all this? She'd say, I don't want you to be a cultural desert. So she was very, you know, Anyway, my brother went on to act at, at uh, Long Wharf, which went to Broadway, a production with Rita Moreno. And uh, we also hosted Paul Newman and Joanne many times at DeRosa. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to lend my support and good wishes for you, you know. And I love Lisa's mm-hmm. always talking about the theater. So, yeah. Thank you. Thing really thing. appreciate that, yeah. Peter. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Athena, I, I regularly have on, in fact, David Friedman is coming on at 11.05 today. He's a very dear friend of mine. And uh, do you know, do you know, David? I have to introduce you if you don't know David. No, you not know? personally. I don't. No. Okay. Well, we'll have to make that happen. You know, he yeah. won the Drama Desk Award for composing and he lives in our community and he created a, yeah. a show called Desperate Measures, which I personally think would be amazing on the Playhouse stage. Amazing on mm. the Playhouse stage. It's a small musical. It's a cast of seven or eight. It's funny. It's alive. The songs are fabulous. It'd be like a perfect show for the Playhouse. Anyway, um, and it did win the Drama Desk Award. It's a great show. Anyway, um, so, uh, yes, I do love the theater. And Athena, I want to say this. I want to say to you, thank you. Because, you know, it, when you're asked to be leading uh, an organization through a time of a lot of stress, it's going to call on all of your resources and a lot of your time. Uh, and it's going to require you to put this as a priority in your own life. So I do want to say thank you for that. Uh, I, well, I, I really appreciate that. And I, I truly appreciate the support. And, you know, we really we really want to make this your theater. We want to make it a theater that um, people want to go to again. And, and you know, not every show is going to appeal to everybody, but we want a programming on stage that, that people are going to really be excited about. So um, and I, I look forward to, to doing that, to seeing that happen. And, and why, um, why the why the magic support. number of two million? What's that about? And is there some kind of a looming deadline? Is there a mortgage on the building? What's going on? Yeah, no, I, I mean it's um this is sort of the two million is um so we can get through this initial phase, uh, the summer and beyond, and um, keep our doors open, and then make plans to really return to what we hope will be excellent programming in sort of late 2023. Our plan really begins in January of 2024. Um, You know, if we don't raise the 2 million, some of the things we're hoping to do in the near future, we may not be able to um, or not as soon, but I I remain optimistic and, and hope to have, you know, hopefully have good news to report in the next few weeks. Um, And, you know, I don't want to be the generation to let this legacy down. That's for sure. No, of course not. And are you hearing from the artists in our community who have often appeared on the stage? Because it's all the Westport Country Playhouse, but it's Weston and it's Norwalk and it's New Canaan and it's it's everything. It's the whole area. Yeah. 
We are we are hearing from a lot of different people right now. We're, we we um, we've had artists reach out to us. Um, we've had fundraisers reach out to us. We've had um, we're actually looking forward to later this summer having a couple. I what I hope will be exciting benefits on stage. Um, we uh, yeah we are. Uh, it's it's actually every day. Um, it's amazing. The community is definitely reaching out. So I just want to say this, Athena Adamson. First of all, I extend my invitation to meet you. I, I work at town hall after the show every day because, you know, I'm the probate judge in Westport. So I'm there every yes. single day at town hall. And I would love to literally meet you and take a walk and talk and get to know you. Oh, that's great. And well, I, I, I enjoy that as well. I, I would, would too. And I want to just put a bee in your bonnet. And I know you don't have the money or the wherewithal to do this yet, but this is all that I want to tell you. This is feedback. Yes. <clears throat> I think you need to change the seats. The seats. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The seats are not comfortable for any tall man. And I cannot tell you mm-hmm. how many men will not go to that theater with their wives. I mean, it's like, it's sort of like, you wouldn't hear it around where you are, but I'm among people that go to the theater all the time. And there are theaters that they know that they can take their husbands to. And then there are (laughs) theaters where the husbands will say, I'm not going there. It wasn't comfortable. I tried it once. Thank you very much. And, you know, one of, and I know it's not for tomorrow and it's not any kind of capital expense you have in your budget because you're just trying to get through operation. It's good to hear the feedback. Yeah. You know, those Um, old pews, they had the virtue of being of everybody of every size and sort of height, being able to sit next to each other. And they sort of had Mm -hmm. a thing about them. Um, And I was sad when they left. I, I, you know, it was sort of like there was a vision, oh, we'll do an all year round theater now. It won't just be summer. And the pews were sort of a legacy of just a summer barn. But I, I think you should consider if you're not going to go back to the pews, which would be iconic and fabulous, that you Mm -hmm. should, you should consider, Put, put a lot of people in those seats and see how comfortable mm-hmm. they are. Um, okay. It's, it's not great. And I'm just letting you know that from just from the way people are talking. Just Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I actually have not heard that yet, and that is really uh, good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, thank, thank you for sharing that with me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to get the feedback from the audience. It's it just, really and is. It's, for sure. And it's so. not meant to at all say that we shouldn't move forward and have a lot of people fill those seats because, yes. you know, I really do love the Playhouse. And, I, and it, has to, it has to survive. It's, it's, not a, it's not a maybe. It has to survive. I, I'm right. There, I'm right there with you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate okay. the support. And, and thanks for having me on. A pleasure. So if people want to get involved, if they want to donate, how do they find you? How do they find the, the uh, website? Yes. Yeah. So um, first of all, if they go to the, if you go to the website, um, it's very easy. And, and there's a Save Your Playhouse campaign up there. And there's a, you know, donate link. And um, it should be pretty easy to find if they just go right to our website. Um, they can also reach out to our director of development. Um, her email is on the website as well, though I believe it's gwright at um, westportplayhouse.org. Um, and she she would be happy to also help with, with donating um, any other um, feedback or, or information people want to give. Now, so, is this, uh, this going to be your full-time job, Athena, for a while? Cause, you know, uh, right now, yes. <laughs> and you're the right chairman now, yeah. of the board. You're not the executive director, right? Or are you? No. Um, so I'm I am chairman of the board of trustees, mm-hmm. and um, we do have an interim managing director right now. Okay. And uh, and hopefully at some point soon, an acting or interim artistic director. 
Um, so, but I, I'm the chairwoman of the board of trustees. There are about 25, 26 of us right now. Okay. All right, Athena, we go forward. The show must Thank go you. on. Thank you. So it will. Yes, the show exactly. The show on. must go on. Exactly. Thank you. Athena Thank you, Adamson Lisa. on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 